Welcome back, Empire Builders. It is Bridget Cisco, your host. Here we are, another episode. Mm. I hope wherever you are listening to this, you feel safe, comforted, excited, supported, and just ready to receive. One of the coolest parts about my guest today, Mary Gooden, CEO and founder of Divine Destiny Publishing, host of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, and sacred wellness activator is that I swear she is one of those people when you receive what she is saying it might not make the most logical sense your mind might fight this information but there's a part of you that knows what she is saying holds truth is truth and a part of you is ready to open up and receive that on this episode today We really talked a little bit about Mary's journey from corporate America. She called it the corporate carnival and I cracked up. To owning, running, and leading her life in a very, very different way. She says she works six hours a week. She is bringing money in, by the way, everyone. I know this is hard to believe. Six hours a week. How could that be possible? It is possible. She has studied and practiced yoga, meditation, Reiki energy, harmonizing for over 20 years. And Mary's a special person. Without further ado, I want to welcome my guest, Mary Gooden, to the show. And as always, share this episode with a friend. Share this episode with that person who is going to be like, oh my God, my mind is blown. I am open and expanded in ways that I never thought possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My dear friend, Mary Gooden, welcome to She Builds Empires. Oh, Bridget, I'm so happy to be here beside you right now. Uh, I really have been waiting all day for this, and and then we get some really genuine experience physically this week. So thanks for having me. You are so welcome. I told you before we started that I felt like I was going to be interviewing a celebrity today, and that's you. (laughs) I just feel so excited to be putting that that realm of being witnessed because that's the way that I really just see it being witnessed, fully being witnessed and allowing myself to be seen in mm. such a way. So that that's neat that that's the way I'm taking <laughs> a real celebrity. Like here I am, all of me. I mean, I think one of the many, many special parts of you is the way that you experience and interact with the world. And when I think of a celebrity, I think of this in a different way, right? So a person who moves through life gracefully, that's really how I feel. The new celebrity is and who they are, what they represent. Whenever I think of you, I think of this magic because you have a way at looking in the world, looking at the world, looking at what goes on in a very, very different way than most people. So maybe you can start by introducing yourself and just sharing a little bit of your magic. So I am Mary Gooden. Uh, CEO and founder of Divine Destiny Publishing, as well as a the host of Shine Your Soul Light podcast and a sacred wellness activator really is what's been chosen for me in some way to bring all aspects of us together into this place of inner harmony, which I get to walk through every day. This, uh, and perhaps that's the magic, Bridget, that you speak of, but that I really get to see... Um, the duality, and even more so, 
uh, I've got to come to the place of unity and I spend most of my time mm -hmm. in this place of oneness and uh, realistically I didn't I at one point or another didn't believe that this was of an existence either I spent um, 20 22 23 plus years uh, in the corporate carnival in the playground of what I perceive as the third dimensional way of gaining success from an external uh, platform um, with just unrealistic mm -hmm. outcomes. Hmm. Corporate carnival. I've never heard it said that way. <laughs> well, look at my hair. <laughs> you know, everything's like a carnival to me now. <laughs> Everything is, um, you know, is it, it has value. Mm -hmm. everything has value and uh, perhaps because it is now framed as the corporate carnival uh, that is how I received the gift of value from it that it was kind of a a, a ride that I chose to go on mm -hmm. and I bought tickets to the rides that felt the most successful mm -hmm. or the most um, <sighs> admirable or the most challenging, you know, and those were the tickets I was buying because I wanted to be, I wanted to, to be known for something uh, that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not, what were you doing at the time? I you know, know. where was it? So I was leading and managing um, in a multi-million dollar dental office and I was consulting uh, dentistry on the side. Um, spending a lot of time in seminar and coaching uh, people basically how to sell and and create uh, income for their their doctors and be on that side of the boss. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, my uh, my my favorite employer too of all time um, used to introduce me as his boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I led, I led the, um, the whole business aspect of the practice and I led the whole management aspect of managing the staff and employment mm -hmm. and just all everything and anything that I could say, Oh, I'll do that. And, and we can add that to my, um, role and then to talk about it and to lead others on how to do it. And I spent lots and lots of time, not only in present office space, but in and outside of, uh, you know, probably <laughs> more hours in a week than I can count thinking about how devoted I could be to this part of me doing something for someone else. Mm. At that time, like I think of you as this very, spiritual, devoted, open to magic type person at that time, was this in the closet? Like, was this part of you? Was Mary as a child into this? Like, when did you embrace truly all the magic that you are? I think that what, I, I was always there. Okay. Let's put it that way. I was always there. I was always creating the life that was desirable to me, but in that time, I was creating the life that was desirable to me compared to what was the societal expectation of me. And uh, I was always magical and I was always, always happy. I, I always had a smile on my face. 
Uh, did I know my magic in the way that I know now? Did I, was I really connecting with, with that part of me or recognizing it? Did I really just think I was lucky or that my hard work, um, cause it was a lot of doing a lot of going after doing for, for people. Um, but it was yoga that ultimately uncovered that layer of me that, helped me to recognize that that all this doing that I'm doing for others I could I could do for myself mm. uh, and I could create for myself that it didn't have to be this 80 90 120 hour a week thing devoted to somebody else's dream mm. Mm. I could actually devote that that it would work for my dream too whatever that wanted to be because I had to figure that out because I, my dream was what was the expectation of, of what the, that looked like the Joneses looked like, or what the successful female uh, corporate woman looked like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was not really what my dream. I don't think I know that wasn't my dream, <laughs> but it, it was very valuable to me. I'm not, I wouldn't, I would do it again. It was so valuable for me to see that side of the coin, because if I didn't, then I wouldn't recognize this side of the coin as being something like the ultimate, the ultimate victory, the ultimate place. If I could imagine that we're all just these little jump, like little jelly bean souls jumping in to the most exciting adventure of our life. And the last thing that we say is I'm going in there to make sure that I become the person that I ultimately choose to be. And to think that we could really arrive is <laughs> to, and to be in the arrival of it. It just gives me full body chills. Like, mm. But would I have known it if I hadn't right. been the other side? Well, I mean, what a blessing that you had that experience because now Anyone that you work with, anyone that you come into contact with, you have the compassion. You've been there. You understand. You know the world. Mm -hmm. You've danced. Yeah, and they made sure of it. You know, in fact, um, I I actually skated through most of my life. Still skating. Well, skating. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I the reflection of this, uh, it doesn't matter, but there still could be that I have healed so many things in me that that I just don't see any of the what per, per se obstacles as something, I would still say that I skated through, through life. I did end up um, in, in a divorce situation. I did end up with that kind of whole subpoena and custody thing. I did end up um, having to feel angry at somebody deeper than I thought that anger could live. Uh, I had to work through all that. Um, but my mom, <laughs> my mom was just as creative. Like, just she was just an open vessel too so i chose the right mom <laughs> uh you know my my childhood was uh, you know i just feel like it was a glowing place to be and we had things i had brothers i say it i said in my last interview like i had brothers and they were they weren't politically correct and they were mean and angry and there was fighting and you know there were things like that but i don't know i just I just don't see trauma as something to, I just, I don't relate to it anymore, whatever that is. I know, I know. That's a big thing to say. And uh, they pay me to say it. 
<laughs> you know, if I if I be, get to be the example that you can really let go of any trauma, and you know, maybe it's my last time in, maybe it's my first time in. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've been blessed through the ex entire experience because I think that everything I have ever done, seen, or been through is has value. Yeah. So now you get to host these incredible yoga retreats in Sedona, your second home, or maybe your first home. Is that how you would say it? I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> the land is our land. The land is my land. The land is uh, wherever I land. Um, but it is certainly a sacred, it has been such a sacred adventure and safe place for me. Mm, it's, I have so many fond memories. I know I've told you many times about them and I get to see you again next month. I know. I know. Right. Mm. I know this, you know, two years ago, we wouldn't have seen all this coming. And I want to say only two years ago. Yeah. You know, the last two years has felt like a 25 year adventure for me in the way that the opportunities and the resources and, and the, the real life adventures have shown up. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, a fast track. It's almost like one doorway opened and we just like zoomed through it. And there was so many people and opportunities and experiences. And mm. when I got to be in Sedona primarily as a full-time gig, mostly during uh, that Zoom Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom. I, I think one thing that I'd love for you to expand upon is how do you run and lead your business uh, in the 3D world and also so much, seeing so much beyond that? Because I think that's what many people are curious about with you, Mary. You're very special in this way. So special. <laughs> oh, I have working hours. <laughs> uh, I have working hours. Um. I guess if that's what you want to hear the word, uh, just to relate to, I'm going to bring this in. I'm going to bring it down to, to a neutral level. I'm going to bring it to 4D. Yeah. <laughs> Translate. I'm a good translator of your language, actually. Well, I have working hours and there are six of them in a week. Six uh, is when I get, <laughs> I get on calls and I, I, I want to call them. I don't really, these are really play times for me. I play, I play most of uh, six hours a day like that. Um, and I look at my bank account sometimes. <laughs> this is completely, I'm living completely radically different than the way that I spent 25 years of my life. Uh, because I used to look at my bank account every day and mm -hmm. I used to wonder when it was going to grow. Right. And now I just look at it and it's grown. It's grown. <laughs> um, I play six hours a week instead of thinking about 120 hours a day about what my next move in is, what am I going to do? Uh, and I move to things when I feel moved to, to go to things because mm -hmm. I don't separate. I am my business and my business is me. I am what I like to call um, is serving in the, the serving the soul of your life and your business or just being in this place of eternal service. And um, there are times that I get on calls and there are times that I simply just play all day and do whatever I want. But I start every day with a connection practice. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing this for 15 years. Um, and I just close my eyes and I just connect with who I am. I, um, 
harmonize everything with Reiki energy. I am a Reiki practitioner and I work with it in almost everything that I do, but most of it is just the knowing thyself, the daily alignment piece of connecting to my own energy. You can call it prayer. You can call it meditation. Mine is just a little bit of all things. Um, and instead of trying to look at numbers and run figures of how do I get this number to this number, uh, I get on my knees and I close my eyes and I connect to, to who I am or who I have been chosen to be, which is what I hear in my practice and my daily connection is um, one of eternal service, a divine channel. Uh, and I just start simply by saying, show me the way today. What is mine to share? Show me. I'm not striving. I'm thriving. So you just show me what it is that I need to take care of today. Uh, or where I need to lighten up or where I need to add on or whatever I need to do. And then I call in all my angels and my guides specifically. I really, I, I, it's seven and a half minutes. I time it every day because it's part of the work that I share with others. Um, and I call in all the things and I call in all my, my soul friends and my soul clients. Literally, I call everything into my space and I open to receive it. I, I open to receive it. Um, what I started doing late last year and early into this year now is what's been asked of me is to lay on the land and to actually tell people that is my new business model, laying on the land uh, and just giving back and receiving whatever it is. <laughs> um, so I have a little spot in Sedona where I'd been doing that. And uh, now I get to do it here. I'm in New Orleans and I've been doing it out here in my backyard because I have the most magnificent cypress trees and uh, they just call me out there. Um, and I know that that sounds radical, but what happens is, is I stay in a high vibration. Mm -hmm. And when I keep myself in a high vibration, those that I came to serve alongside, the higher vibrations, they, we feel each other. They move towards you. You magnetize that state of vibration that you're in. Because at the end of the day, from, from science to magic, everything is energy mm -hmm. and you've heard it and we've all heard it and we've received it and we've agreed with it, but I am in living action of that understanding of that. You really are. Mm -hmm. You really, really are. And I hope who's ever listening to this can take the deep breath, hear what you're saying, feel what you're saying and open up to the experience. Cause that's what you do for me. Like anytime anyone comes into contact with you, Mary, you open doorways for them. And I, I love that you say that. So thank you. Because one thing that um, took me a really, it was really an interesting amount of time to receive. Okay. I choose my words very carefully. <laughs> it was an interesting time for receiving this, this gift that, that to be near me, to, to be in my vibration will shift your consciousness to jump and to, and to say that out loud, I, you know, it, it uh, probably only the last year and a half have I really directly been able to, to receive that. And, and, you know, and then it really expands because once I receive the gifts that I've been given and I'm not holding back anymore, then I watch every single person benefit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it makes it 
easy for me to do this. Couple about a year and a half ago, right before I wrote with you in Prosperity Codes, uh, that's one of the things that was connected to me in my daily practice, my morning uh, meditations was. Um, they, they tell me who I am and I have no reason not to believe mm -hmm. what I am receiving. And that's the, that's the fine line of four, uh, 5D and 3D, the 4D moving on. There's no reason for us to validate or justify that which we're receiving when we are present in the moment. It is the gift that we've been asking for and we just need to embody it. But we like to put it on the teeter-totter of everything that we have experienced in our life and try to make it fit instead of just receiving the truth. Mm. And what I heard in that truth then was, uh, I am a fountain of joy and prosperity. Mm. And I create abundant opportunities for others. And I knew the joy and peace. I knew that peace. Like, I can do this. I can create. I mean, I am joy. I just bring it. I don't care. I'm just bringing it. But I really wanted to embody how I can create it for others. Because that's fun. <laughs> and I just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. I mean, look at my hair at 46. Girls just want to have fun. My daughters taught me how to play like this, right? They, they chose me so I would keep being open to receive life so they could see what that looked like, so they could know it, so they could embody it, and I could show them. And apparently uh, what I get out of them is just uh, to stay young forever, <laughs> Mm. They, they're so loving these kids like I say that not to any parents that are listening I have a 16 and 19 year old and they're both females and in my morning routines I've learned very much that they are part of this heart of humanity that I am that they join me now and I and we're all in this together yeah. but they literally I can feel their love mm -hmm. and and they just randomly send it to me and I know, again, parents that are listening, gosh, my, my body gets vibrating about this. Mm -hmm. like, and this is what they want to say. And this is true. Like, I can feel their love coming back through the karmic cords. Not, mm -hmm. But and I can feel it. And um, it's like nothing that, that I think that a lot of us get to experience. And uh, when my mom ascended last year, it was the same thing. Like I received her ascension as joy and bliss. Like I, you know, I've, I've lived in the world a long time and uh, I've been taught a lot of things and I, I have completely cleared all the boundaries and been in a place of uh, freedom. Like I'm just going to receive experiences as they come and be very joyful in them. Mm. And that's what I received when she was, it's just, it's, it's, I could see her rise mm -hmm. and her life force. For those of you that play in that realm, her life force of love, because that's what, that was the reflection I had of my mother is she was the most loving person I know. And I would write that in my stories. I wrote it in one of my first chapters in a book. Like, like my mom was always the most loving person I knew. And then at her time of, of rising that I could, they were, I was receiving that so that I could, <laughs> I could be bigger in this place of, of unconditional love. And I'm saying all this because this is, this is where I live. Like I can receive death and life 
as joy and love, all of it. It's all this beautiful place of oneness. Nobody's going anywhere. We're right here, still in this frequency together. And uh, I don't, it's just the amount of love that I get to feel for really showing up as my most authentic self has been profound. And it's easy for me to share because my cup runneth over. My, as they reflect it to me, I am in this golden chalice and it just runs over and over and over from the sacred above. And then it flows through me to the sacred below over and over and over again. Wow, right? <laughs> Many deep breaths. Mm -hmm. mm, I have a somewhat twofold question. Number one, what does it look like when more and more humans on this planet awaken to the magic that you experience on a daily basis? And are we all meant to be there? Or are some of us meant to hold the polarity of more density on this planet? What do you think? <laughs> How yummy is this? Uh, the first part again, repeat the first part again. Because mm -hmm. the answer came and I just want to make sure I, I deliver the answer appropriately. Yeah, what happens when more and more people awaken to this magic that is within each and every one of us? So what happens for me personally, because I, I can speak from direct personal experiences, um, I feel it in my body, uh, an overwhelming sense of, of joy and, and more love moving in, more love moving in. Because generally when that happens, it moves towards me. Like, it's really interesting. Um, I feel an up level. Uh, most of the time it's a reflection of something I hear from people's lives that I am holding a space for. Do I believe that, that we will always need both to exist? Oh gosh, the answer that I see for that Bridget. Um, and you know, we all have our rights to what we see. Uh, I, I feel like that we will all arrive at this place of unconditional love, that, that the peace on earth that we're actually asking for, um, <laughs> that we all have been asking, trained to ask for really, I think it was like, it's an inner thing, but um, is going to arrive that each and every one of us will have an opportunity, uh, perhaps not in this lifetime, um, to heal, to really fully heal and, and stand in our healed selves. But perhaps so in this lifetime. I don't feel like I'm going anywhere for a while. I really don't. Um, but I came here to restore the highest frequency of unconditional love. And they have repeatedly followed that uh, invitation within my lifetime. I don't think that we will need uh, that throughout the many lifetimes. But, you know, that's a great, it's a great question to, to really ponder even deeper. I think we all get a chance to heal, but you're right. Will we all take it? That's the question. Will we all take it? And can I, can I live in the same, perhaps a better um, reflection to that too, is can I live in a world where there still is that? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because guess what? I create my own reality and, and um, living by those other programs is a choice. So um, I think that you just choose, choose the program, but wow, 
I'm going to be asking about that all year now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very inquisitive person Mm -hmm. myself. So I don't know if there is an answer and I feel that it's based on the individual and their experience and the program that they've chosen to insert at that given moment in time Mm -hmm. and all is okay because we can all exist together and there's lessons for us existing with people who hold maybe more denser program if that's how we want to say it who maybe are experiencing something in a different way than us there's beauty in that there's value in everything that is existing you're absolutely right and um and to look at that too even on a flat ground level ground is uh we often i want to say dark and light but we need that mm-hmm. um, contrast mm-hmm. 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 Well, i needed it uh, so that's why i always ask is this like my first time or my last time and what's happening here because i've arrived there's not a doubt in one single molecule of my dna that doesn't feel like i arrived uh, for whatever that means Right. Because I maybe am still playing with that, too. What is that? Does that mean? And what arrival is still not. It's not the word finish. (laughs) It's just like, oh, I've just flown into a new airport. Mm, We love flying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a new land. Uh, Similar to that question you asked me. Is Sedona your first home? Is it your second home or is it just just a place that that I can land and be nourished in in the way that I need to be nourished. And do I even have to ask anymore? How about I just go Mm. Mm -mm -mm. wherever I'm being called to go. And that is what I feel like a lot of my year looks like. Go where you're feeling called to go. Why? And and how do I want to bring this to one place because I still, you still have, we still have this place and feel that could feel like that's a lot of fluff. Not everybody is ever going to get to experience that or not everybody can do that. And how do I do that? And, and how can, how can I literally trust everything without boundaries? It is because of that, that I, my flourishing in the flow model. It is because of those three non-negotiable pieces, daily connection, daily movement and daily celebration. And I need to anchor in the word daily. Go where you show me the way today. What is mine to share? I am open to receive my gifts and share them with the world every single day. This is not a one and done, right? And so how do I live the most magical life? Because I'm living in the present moment day to day. And if something calls me in that day, yes, I get to make arrangements. Yes, I get to book the flight. Yes, I or yes, I get to play with it. Guess what? There are invitations always. I get to um, listen deeply to it and, and maybe put a little bit of my own input into it. I, it's not that I've lost any control of my life or that I've gained complete control of my life. I'm just living presently. I don't even, those things, that, it's none of that. It's, it's a present life. And how do you get there? You practice. 
just like you learned how to walk. You may not remember it, but you watched. You watched the humans get up. You watched them take the steps, right? Every single day, every single moment, you witnessed, you watched, mm-hmm. right? And then you took inspired action. We've done this. <laughs> We've already done this. <laughs> the prayer of today is that Anyone who listens to this episode with Mary receives the perfect message in the perfect way, the perfect time. And so it is. So it is. It It is is fun. Celebrate. (laughs) So, so good. Uh, To end today, I want you to share how people can contact with you and maybe something you have coming up. Want to share something like something fun, exciting? I have Sedona retreats um, lined up for the spring. Uh, first one is blasting off. I think there's a couple spots left, uh, March 30 through April 2nd. And I'm co-facilitating with one of my, uh, soul friends is what I'm going to call her. She's been on my retreat. We did a private, you know, she is, uh, hosting with me and she's a magnificent woman. And I do that because why not share the fun with everyone? Right. Uh, so there's a couple more weekend dates in April running through May. Uh, so I invite you to Sedona. I invite you to get just a little bit of a taste of what it's like to live a life less ordinary. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to connect with me is um, my name, marygooden.com is my website. You are welcome to stalk me on Facebook. Uh, that's the only place you're going to find me, though. I am terrible on the other things. I, you know, I. I have a limited span of attention for social media. And so it's easy for me to just choose one. But what I really want is to make a physical connection with you. And that's my prayer moving forward is how can we create physical connections? Because that, that is how we're going to receive each other from a very deep, conscious and loving place. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I cannot wait to hug you in just a couple of days. And just thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for being who you are. It's a blessing to all thank of us. Thank you for, for, sh- for sharing with me and um, sharing uh, your journey with me because I feel the same. Ditto, my love. Ditto. Ditto. Thank, thank you, Mary. Bye.